Hello and welcome to the Radical Imperfectionist Podcast, a show where together we work to embrace who we are, to grow into our own allies, and to become a source of empowerment for ourselves and those around us. Hello, everyone. I'm really excited as the seasons have been gradually coming closer to winter and fall is unraveling, even though I'm in Southern California and our fall is, it's not dramatic. Noticing the subtle changes has been amazing. And then we just had daylight savings time, which I know there's controversy over it, but you know what, right now I'm really loving it because it's made getting up earlier and having that time for me to get intentional and connect with myself and process my thoughts and do all of this work. It's made it easier because, you know, I gained an hour essentially. Anyway, uh, I've been thinking about a thousand different things per usual, and I like to pick something that really has been the most helpful for a given week that I want to share. And so right now, this has to do with an idea of giving myself permission. And for most of my life until recently, I felt trapped by some unwritten rules that I clung to and believed. These rules made it so that I couldn't live my life fully. I couldn't get my needs met. I saw the world in a very fearful way and I just felt helpless and trapped a lot of times. I felt often like I was running a race and just kept falling farther and farther behind. It was like life was one long Ironman triathlon or something and I didn't even sign up and I just keep falling and can never make significant progress. Well, that's garbage. But I think most of us feel this way, right? We feel in our culture and society like we need permission to live life in a way different from what we've been told and what we've grown up in and what we know, different than where we are at. This keeps us in a space of judgment and comparison. It keeps us in resentment, jealousy, anger, and shame and fear. If we need permission and never feel like we get it, because let's face it, it feels as though even if someone gives us the permission we are seeking, we don't actually have it, as perfectionists anyway. So we just keep seeking it. We don't think we earn it. So if we never feel like we get it or earn it, We're trapped in these feelings of helplessness. We feel like we can't take action and we're constantly saying no to ourselves, to the life that we could live. We're saying no to our dreams and to our own healing and power. The permission we seek offers us what we need. This perceived permission offers us freedom. It helps us let go of where we are and helps us to move into whatever we are really meant for. The crazy thing about this permission we so desperately seek and think we need is that it's already right there before us. It's already granted us. God gives us the permission we are seeking. It's, again, it's right there before us, but it's as though we have blinders. We don't see it or trust it. We walk around. It's kind of like we have, you know, goggles on that keep us from seeing that it's there all along. The key here is that we are clinging to what we can't control and surrendering what we can. When we switch this around, we can actually own the permission before us to grant to ourselves. We have it backwards. 
What are we clinging to that we have no control over? And I've talked about this before. This is the circumstances in our lives, the facts. I'm not saying we can't take action to impact and ultimately in in that way sort of change our circumstances, obviously. What I am saying is that we are resisting the truth of what actually is, the hard, firm facts and trying to control those facts. The facts such as other people, uh, our past choices, other people's past choices, other past events, world circumstances that are beyond our control and just what is real right now. We often resist the truth and we try to change or control these factors. We also try to control the future and we obsess over this. This is a dilemma manifesting as anxiety. We cannot control outcomes completely. We can again make choices that impact those outcomes, but we cannot control them explicitly unless we can accept that circumstances are not in our control and stop resisting them, we surrender where we actually do have power in our lives. And we cannot own that permission we need to change our lives. And what do we have control over that we are surrendering? And again, I've talked about this. We have control over our choices, the choices over our thoughts and our feelings. We do not keep our power in this area until we become aware of it. But once we are aware that we get to choose our thoughts and the feelings that come from those thoughts and the choices that result, we get to start to make changes in the way we react to those thoughts and and our lives. And we own our decisions. We own our role in our lives and then and only then do we get to give ourselves permission to make powerful decisions that will fundamentally change our lives? Several weeks ago, I went to a conference for people that are basically trying to make a difference. And there were chiropractors and musicians and authors. There were coaches and photographers and just so many inspiring, passionate people that I was overflowing with love and admiration for, with inspiration and excitement. The funny thing is that I, as I was kind of preparing to go to this conference, I started having incredible amounts of anxiety. I was terrified because of the thoughts about what was beyond my control, but I was aware of this. And I was terrified about who would be there and how they might respond to me and of what I didn't know. And this is because I was so focused on what was beyond my control these circumstances that were unknown. And I I did a lot of thought work during this time, but I was often, as is common with anxiety, drawn to distract myself rather than sit with and face these thoughts and feelings, um, these thoughts producing my fear. Despite my fear, I did work on the thoughts and I worked on not being afraid of the fear, however funny that might sound, But we often just fear the feelings themselves, and so we don't feel them. We try to ignore them, and we create this sort of spiral for ourselves. I sat with the fear, and I acknowledged it for myself that it was normal. I also remembered something that Mel Robbins talks about, which is that our bodies respond the same physiologically to fear and anxiety as they do to excitement. So she talks about how you feel the same in your body and you can kind of coach yourself that this feeling is excitement when you're struggling to overcome that anxiety. 
And it really helps you to accept it and kind of change the thought so that it doesn't spiral you in fear, or at least as much. And it was a tool that I I worked on using and it was incredibly helpful at the time. I also reminded myself during this time that fear is normal. This helps us not to fear the fear as well. Because again, remember they are a result of thoughts and those thoughts will come and go. And when you recognize that fear is a normal part of growth and pushing past your comfort zone, in fact, it's, it's a spotlight on the places in your life where you can focus and push past your comfort zone for great growth, then it doesn't feel so bad. Being brave is not acting without fear. And I've said this before, but it's acting despite the fear. It's feeling the fear and leaning in anyway, rather than cowering back, even though the fear makes us want to run and hide. So anyway, we arrived at the conference and I forced myself to act as my hero self. I know who I am and I know how I am becoming more whole in that person, more affirmed that I am enough and lovable in in my total imperfection. And through this, work, I was able to really kind of let go mostly of other people's opinions and share passionately in this experience and be present the whole time. I was able to not cower when sharing my story and my journey with the people as I met them. And I courageously shared about my mission uh, here at the Radical Imperfectionist. And it was so extremely empowering for me. Again, this was huge. Uh, Just going to the conference itself was me giving myself the permission to make new rules for myself. In going, I was giving myself permission to show up in a new way in my life and to open up possibilities for what I can do and who I can help to a much larger horizon. Permission is the bridge between dreams and actions that bounds right through that fear. Giving ourselves permission is acting courageously to do things that are outside of that comfort zone. So then there was also this speaker. She was called the Raw Goddess, and she spoke only for a short while, but her entire presentation was on giving yourself permission to own your passion and your mission. Just giving yourself permission. She said it over and over, and she, as she said it, it gave words to what I was experiencing in my life with what I've been doing. It gave wings to my dreams and what I'd been preparing for. Most of us do not show up in life most of the time. Instead, we are passive passengers. We don't take the steering wheel and instead we allow our inner critic to drive as it judges life and then steers us through our days and months and years And we feel helpless as we look back and see time lost and sometimes hopeless and overrun by shame and fear and then anxiety of what the future holds, especially again when we're handing over the steering wheel. When we can realize that we can start saying no to things in life that really don't help us and we can start showing up for ourselves and saying yes to the dreams God has planted in our lives, then we give ourselves permission to be brave We give ourselves permission to act on those dreams and build our own courageous bridge or through the fear or over the fear into the living and the being that we are all here to do and be. We're not meant to live for the future or the past. We're meant to live in the present 
with permission. Permission to let go of what we can't control and to own what we do have power over. Today we will be doing sort of this simple exploring of various ways that we can give ourselves permission. And again, understanding that permission is the bridge from our dreams to our action. It is the courage that we all have right here and before us. And we just need to give it to ourselves, to grant it to ourselves. God has already given you courage. He has already given you permission. You just need to own it. So for our practice today, I'm going to list permissions that you might need to give yourself. And your challenge is to pick maybe three that really hit home for you. Uh, Maybe they strike a nerve and you know and induce this pang of fear for you, a fear of something maybe you know uh, that you want, understanding that fear is good and often a signal that this is where you want to and need to sort of lean in, but maybe you're believing a lie. Fear is always trying to tell us something about our thoughts that are in the way of living an amazing life, the life that we want. So before you hear the examples of permission that you might need to give yourself, I want you to understand that you are responsible for your life. And I talk about this a lot. And I know that we know this in the most vague sense, but truly try to absorb this. You are responsible for your mind, your heart, your soul, and your body. And nobody else is going to own the health of these four parts of your being. God always has your back, but these are your responsibility. And when you really understand that these are both your blessings and your responsibilities, you can reflect more fully on the permission you need to meet your needs in these areas and own a life that empowers you and fires you up and fuels you. I've said this before, but if you feel deep and utter shame and fear, anxiety and pain that you can't escape, and maybe you are depressed but you don't want to admit it and don't feel like you have the time or ability to face it, you do need to get help. Please reach out. Find a therapist. This is so important and more than I can ever say enough. I don't share these resources to replace the help of a professional but to help people who, like me, are seeking growth and healing in their lives. But I understand that I am not this all-powerful being and that I'm just another person who's had a journey and am sharing what's helping me in hopes of helping others. So again, if you need help, this is your first step. Reach out to a qualified professional. Your mental needs need to be met before you can meet any other need. I have done therapy myself and I know the power there is in it. So don't wait if you need help. Okay, real quick, you guys, there's been an exercise that has been incredibly popular on my podcast and in my videos called Rewriting Your Story. I've used this exercise and it's been awesome. So I created a freebie to jumpstart your journey in that area. I want to send it to you, but in order to do that, I need your email address. So to make that really simple, you can text the word imperfect to the number 22828. Again, text the word imperfect to the number 228 
8, and you'll get a response back asking for your email address. When you respond with your email address, you'll be added to the email list so that I can keep you informed. And again, as a bonus, I created this worksheet. It's a super popular exercise. I use it regularly, talk about it often here on the podcast, and I want to send you that worksheet as a gift. So when you subscribe, I'll send that worksheet and the instructions right to your inbox. Okay, let's get back to it. Okay, so here we go with various ways to offer yourself permission that I'm talking about. And what I'm going to do is share them with a, I give myself permission to statement. So if you hear one that really resonates with you, I'm going to try to make a pause in between each. That's enough that you can pause it and repeat the statement yourself or write it down or whatever you find most useful, like I talked about. Uh, So you can also follow along and say them as I do, especially if they resonate with you. Some of them I have added a lot more detail and meat to really emphasize the point because it acts as a permission and an affirmation at the same time. So I hope you see the value in that. Um, There's quite a few here. So choose the ones again that really bring you power. Okay, here we go. I give myself permission to love and accept myself as I am. I am enough and always have been. I give myself permission to be imperfect and to apologize to myself for not accepting my imperfections in the past. I give myself permission to change and grow. It's okay for me not to live the way I am, even if it feels strange to change my habits and my life. I have permission now to outgrow my current life. I give myself permission to adjust my expectations. I understand that I am not meant to do it all and need to have permission to adjust my expectations so that life is balanced. I give myself permission to be happy. It can be hard to accept that it is okay to be happy when I'm so used to not being happy or when those around me might not be happy but I understand that it is a choice and I'm giving myself permission to choose this. I give myself permission to say no. I don't have to accept what other people bring to me. I get to choose. I give myself permission to say yes. I know that I have needs and my needs must come first before I can meet anybody else's needs. I have permission to say yes to things that fill me up, even if I'm used to sacrificing my happiness to try and do it all or be it all for those around me. I give myself permission to act. There are things I have wanted to do in my life. I give myself permission to take steps toward those dreams. I recognize that dreams remain dreams unless I take a step through the fear I give myself permission to take that first step. What is my dream? What is the first step? When will I do this? I give myself permission to try new things. It can be intimidating to try something I want to do and my thoughts can get in the way. Giving myself permission to try new things overrides my fears and opens the door for me to be brave and stop living unfulfilled. 
I give myself permission to choose. I recognize that I have choices and have had it backwards, resisting what is not in my control and surrendering my choices about how I will perceive life and thus feel and act. I'm now taking responsibility for my life and my ability to choose the thoughts and feelings and actions that my life is run by. I give myself permission to embrace my body. I understand that my body is a blessing and that I have never treated it with unconditional love, perhaps. My body is my ally and I want to team up with and support my body. This starts with embracing my body as it is now, regardless of what I have done to it or what society says or how I have treated it in the past. My body deserves love and appreciation. My body deserves support, starting with how I talk to my body and think about my body and also how I respond to the needs of my body. My body is not supposed to be perfect, just as I am not supposed to be perfect. It is supposed to be just as it is, my blessed vessel. I give myself permission to stop competing. Life is not a competition or a comparison. I give myself permission to stop running a race I was never meant to run. I am taking off the goggles that caused me to see life as a competition and recognizing that I am enough and I choose to see others as beautiful and inspiring. I give myself permission to let go of other people's stuff. I let go of what other people think, think of me, expect, expect of me. I let go of other people's agendas and their emotions. I let go of other people's choices and actions, no matter how close this person is to me or how much I admire them. I understand that this is not my business, my fault, or my responsibility, and that it's not personal. It's never been and never will be in my control. Letting go of this burden brings back the energy to focus on my own thoughts, feelings, and choices. I give myself permission to take care of myself. I understand that my mind, soul, body, and heart are my responsibility and nobody else's and need to be a priority for my life. I now get to make the needs I have a priority, even if it is not something I have done in the past. I give myself permission to feel my emotions. I understand that emotions are not to be feared and not to be ignored. Emotions are never bad and they never lie. They come from my thoughts. Emotions are a blessing that alert me physically to what I am th thinking and believing and struggling with. I respect my emotions and even if I was told they were bad throughout my life with messages from people or culture, I know now that that was a lie and I have permission to feel them. Even if they're uncomfortable, they're not bad. The hard ones are here to help me see where I need to learn and what thoughts I have and am believing and they only leave once I figure out my thoughts and my lessons in truth and love. That is where healing is. I give myself permission to stop suffering. So many of us have a hard time enjoying life because we have beliefs we don't even know about, also called agreements, often with the culture about how we can and can't live. 
We're not meant to suffer and we don't need to feel bad for stopping our own suffering. Stopping our own suffering impacts the world's suffering more than we can understand because when we heal, we stop spreading suffering and we start to spread love. I understand that I have permission to stop my suffering. I give myself permission to show up in my life. I get to be present with my family and with my friends and with myself and not be driven by the thoughts and circumstances of this life. I don't have control over circumstances, the facts themselves, but I am getting in the driver's seat for the choices that I do have in my life, taking responsibility without shame, but with grace and love and unconditional acceptance. I give myself permission to forgive. Our culture is so saturated with results of holding on to pain. As I work to forgive myself and others, I work to heal the world of terrible pain that happens when we hold on to our pain. I understand that the thoughts that I have can be hard to let go of, but when I sit with them and feel the feelings, not running from them, I get to rewrite the story in a way that makes forgiveness more natural and helps me to see new thoughts as true and really find healing through this complete forgiveness. I am not perfect and nobody else is perfect. Just remembering this and remembering to give empathy to myself and others helps me to also give grace. I give myself permission to stop listening to my inner critic. I understand that I may have listened to the inner critic my whole life and it will feel strange at first to just hear what the inner critic says and not listen to the ideas and believe them. I embrace this transition as I start to not only recognize the inner hero, but fuel the inner hero as I listen to and believe ideas that come from this version of my story, which comes from love and truth. I give myself permission to let go. I understand that I have the choice to let go of anything that is beyond my control and stop resisting. I give myself permission to work on my thoughts so that I can move through the emotions and come through them to truth and in changing my thoughts, I no longer need to cling to the lies that keep me stuck. I give myself permission to stop complaining. I know that it is a habit to complain and our culture really emphasizes this and I take responsibility for the words that I allow out of my mouth. I know that the words that come out of my mouth reflect the thoughts I'm clinging to, the words of my heart. I choose to own what I say and apologize when I say things that come from lies and I choose to intentionally speak words that are loving and encouraging, to speak life, but also to know I won't do this perfectly. To speak to myself with that same life that I expect myself to speak to others. I give myself permission to become who I want to be. I recognize that who I truly want to be at my core is a hero that comes from love. Someone that lives fully and passionately with integrity and love. I give myself permission to become that person recognizing this is also what God wants for me. I give myself permission to love everybody always. 
I know that this love must be a real love, that it is not conditional, but I also know, and this is a key component, that real love has boundaries and is not about being everything for everybody. I recognize that I can't love others unless I love myself. I have to accept that I am lovable despite my imperfections, that real love has nothing to do with actions, and once I accept this at my core, I can really love the world. I give myself grace from love to mess this up and to try again. I give myself permission to take breaks. I know I have habits of pushing too hard, but part of love and acceptance is not trying to know, be, and do it all. I have permission to take breaks and change course as needed. I am allowed to not be productive sometimes and see value in rhythms and seasons and rest. I honor my need for rest and downtime. I have permission to let go of my stories. I understand that any story can be told a thousand different ways and that I get to choose how my story is told. I also understand that my inner critic is often telling my story for me and I can choose not to accept those versions of my story anymore and to rewrite them with my inner hero. I can choose to tell the story in a way that heals the pain told from the painful version of the story, owning the facts and any part I may have played, but honoring my life and experiences and the lessons and blessings hidden in all of it. I give myself permission to play and have fun. Fun is productive. It produces happiness. It produces joy. When I forget to have fun, I neglect a need that I have in life. When I neglect this need, I can often forget what is, more, what is actually fun for me. I'm allowed to do the things that bring me joy regularly, even if it's inconvenient for myself or others and doesn't feel productive. I give myself permission to mess up. I understand that this life is about learning and we learn when we mess up. The lesson is in the mistake. I don't waste the mistake as I learn from it, but I don't shame myself. I value my mistakes and I appreciate the growth they provide. I know that all people mess up and that if we aren't messing up, we aren't trying anything of value and we aren't learning. Okay, so I hope you found some incredible insight here into kind of what you already believe about yourself and what you need to work on and what you want to believe. Work on these three areas that you chose of permission so that you can really change the way you look at yourself and write them on sticky notes or maybe on three by five cards and keep them in your wallet and practice them. When you're recognizing thoughts that you have that pop in your head that are keeping you stuck, Try to recognize what you need to give yourself permission for. And when you do this, you can see that there is a lie you're clinging to, and then you can practice this new thought, one of these three new thoughts. And this practice um, is practicing thoughts that unwrap the lie and rewire the way your brain works and filters the thoughts that come in. This takes practice, but even if you commit to just doing a little bit every day, even a few minutes, you will start to notice a difference. Remember your choice and don't be afraid of the feelings. I really hope this empowers you greatly this week and helps you to embrace your life and own the choices. 
If you think this would be helpful for somebody in your life, please send it their way. I want to get this message out to as many people as I possibly can. Don't forget that I am as radically imperfect as you are and that we were never meant to be perfect. Rather, we're meant to do this together and to just become more and more ourselves as we start to recognize these lies and proactively replace them with the truth from love. I hope you have an incredible day, my friends, and a wonderful week. Until next week, this is Holly Ann Casper, the Radical Imperfectionist. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you'd like to stay current on whatever is posted, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can also head over to theradicalimperfectionist.com for other resources. Have a wonderful day.